The sun has set, the air is cold, something moves beyond the clearing. A faint whisper, a heavy footstep, something's getting close. But have no fear, you should be safe, the campfire is going strong. Gather round, but be warned, they come before dawn. Good evening, dear listeners, and welcome to They Come Before Dawn. I am your host, Lawrence. And I am your co-host, Ray. And on this night's episode, we will be talking about the second part of our Haunted Hotels special finale. I mean, it's gotten a bit weird with the whole delays, but it should be our final, final episode. Yes, of this season. Of this season. But uh, it's a bit of a poison apple because we already took a bit of a break between all this and life caught Life caught up. Life got in the way. Yeah, I moved. I did not have any internet. I still don't have any internet. You still don't? No. How is that even possible? Well, we've been busy with boxes and I mean, we have internet on our phones, but yeah, not on yeah, our Yeah, like computers. wireless, but not, yeah. not like cable. Cable's not correct. Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. No Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. So they'll be there on Wednesday, so then I'll have Wi-Fi and I'll be able to do some research again. This Wednesday? Yeah, this Wednesday. Oh, this Wednesday. Yes. Okay, that's like in two days. Yeah, yeah finally, okay. finally. So yeah, but still uh, busy with the move and everything. Yeah. But, uh, and I've gotten sick in the meanwhile. Oh, like you got sick? Wait, you didn't even tell me you got sick. <laughs> Ray, you were... I got a concussion. Oh, dad. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I got okay, a concussion. Yeah, I was okay, out. That, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's sort of like a, a two-parter. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, our listeners can know, should know, obviously. No, they shouldn't know. They can know if <laughs> yeah. they want to. Uh, Ray and I and a whole bunch of our friends, we... Uh, went on a Saturday, we went paintballing, and I had a little accident, I got <laughs> shot down and lost my balance, yeah, I got <laughs> shot down, critically injured, super dramatic, and uh, sort of like lost my weapon, lost my balance, and fell on the back of my head, oh. bumped my head against the wall, so I got a concussion for a couple of days, and Damn. Saturday I got the concussion, the doctor uh, let me stay home until Tuesday, and Tuesday... Once the concussion was was gone, I got like a very bad infection in my throat. Oh yeah. Which I mean, you did tell. I stayed the rest of the rest of the week well, at home. Obviously, that's the best to do, especially in these times. Yeah, so. yeah, but it was really it was so tough to like, swallow. I couldn't even. I know exactly what you mean. I get that type of infection every year. Mm-hmm. Every single year, I have it again. I already had it this year. Well, last year. Since yeah, it's a new this year. year, so happy new year! Yeah, happy new year. happy new year, happy new year, and Merry Christmas, and uh, season's greetings, and and uh, bless Yule. Yeah, Yule, like <laughs> that's the ball in Harry Potter, right? Right, right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, whatever you want in life and whatever you desire, I hope you get it in 2022. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Friend of friend of mine um, reprimanded me. Reprimanded. Reprimanded, like a couple of like a week ago yeah. I was talking to her about like a minor subject and one of the things I said was like how is that even possible it's 2020 and that's not possible in these modern times and she texted me back and she said Lawrence it's 2021 in a couple of days it's gonna be 2022 and, and what did you say I told her it's I told her it's 2020 oh, how 2020. is this even possible oh, okay, okay. like yeah, yeah. I wasn't off by oh. A year I was <laughs> off by almost two years. Oh my god. Yeah, so time has been frozen for a bit for us, but 
That's that's okay. We're back now. We're back now for one more for episode. one more episode. Um, but yeah, we don't know how long our break will be. Um, well, since like I already did the move, I don't need a super long break anymore. But yeah, no, my life is kind of getting back on track. But I mean, it's gone. It's not gonna be that long of a break. Probably not. Probably yeah, not. and obviously, the time that we we record is the normal scheduled time we always uh, schedule so that we record on a Monday um, and then I edit and keep the podcast waiting until Sunday and then yeah. on Sunday I'll I'll send it out to the mm-hmm. whole wide world <laughs> um, that's not going to be the case this time I'm just going to try to edit it as fast as I can and just I mean I have no clue when this is going to be I mean out. if it's this Sunday then it's fine you know yeah but then our then our listeners have been waiting for like four weeks. Mm, something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going to try to put it out as quickly as possible. Yeah. And as, of course, as good as a quality yeah. as possible. We'll see, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something and I, <laughs> I forgot. Yeah. Um, I guess I wanted to thank... Oh, no, no. I, I remember now. What I, but, uh, yeah, I also want to thank the listeners. Thank you for listening to our previous episodes they've yeah been good like yeah, we, we good amount of listeners yeah we hit 500 listens yeah something like that which in the grand scheme of things isn't that much and we know i a think few that's more like a people. fair amount yeah we i think like, so as well yeah. there are a few regulars at yes, this point we exactly. have like every single time our episodes are up we have i think 20 people who are listening yep. to it exactly day one mm-hmm. um which, Which might not be a lot to some people. To some people, like the big podcast. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Right. Obviously, we don't see ourselves as a big podcast. We have never aimed to be. No, exactly. Yeah. This is a. Yeah, this is a hobby of. This us. is like a, f- a fun project, and who knows? Maybe one day it will be bigger. But it's not something like we intensely work towards. We're happy with yeah. the small numbers if that's uh, what we get. We started in May, of twenty twenty one, and. I mean, that's five months in the future. It's going to be May. So Ooh, you yeah. can say that we have been podcasting for a little more of a half year. Mm-hmm. We've never put any um, goal in mind. No. We've never said we want to hit that much listens no. on the first day. And I think it's better to not yeah. set a goal. Yeah. Because if you don't get the goal, then you'll be yeah. extremely disappointed. Because in this like age... There are already so many podcasts, it's rather difficult yeah. to, you know, be Stand another big of, one. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so yeah. yeah, thanks everyone who has been listening to us. Yeah. Um, we really appreciate it. Absolutely. It's, it was really fun for the both of us to see that number reach 500. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, thank you everyone. I mean, <laughs> thank you. And of course, um, what I was going to ask is um, if any of you listeners have any uh, recommendations on what subjects that we can talk about in the next season definitely send us uh, a message on instagram or an email if you want to be old school yeah, if you want to be old school <laughs> um, anything is welcome anything paranormal cryptid true crime um, we have a long list ourselves but we can add many more subjects yeah uh, yeah if you have any recommendations so that's always welcome yeah so thank you guys and um, hope you have a great and wonderful 2022 yes exactly how about we start with that let's 
dive into the episode. Because it's quite a... It's gonna be quite a long episode. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I I'm, think I'm so. I'm excited. Like, I know... I know about the Stanley Hotel. Yeah. But, uh... Spoiler, it's about Stanley Oh, Hotel. shit. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I'm excited to hear you talk about it. So, Lawrence... The mic is yours. <laughs> the mic is mine. The mic is actually mine. <laughs> this true. is my mic. True. But thank you for <laughs> granting me access to the mic. Oh. So, 333 Wonderview Avenue, Estes Park, Colorado. That's the address. That's the location of the Stanley Hotel. Some of our listeners will probably recognize this location already. Um... This hotel is located in the Rocky Mountains. So, in Colorado, the Rocky Mountains. Oh, is that in the Rocky Mountains? I yeah. Didn't, I didn't even know. Like, I'm not good with locations. I just know it's in yeah. America. <laughs> yeah. Colorado is in America. That's true. And the Rocky Mountains are part of Colorado. Not no, okay. only Colorado. There's part, a yeah. few different states, okay. but Colorado. Cool. <laughs> so, it's a very beautiful place high up in the mountains. So, Rocky Mountains obviously is a huge land mass mountains and this hotel is located high up in the mountains it has 140 rooms a restaurant concert hall a carriage house spa and a bed and breakfast a separate bed and breakfast. yeah a separate oh. bed and breakfast i did i didn't know that yeah actually. it's it's actually it's a huge hotel oh. so the hotel opened on july 4th 1909 and it was built by freeland oscar Stan. Which is also where the hotel gets its name. Oh, right. Yeah. That was... I, yeah. Damn, I, I mean, did not notice at uh, all. Yeah, I'm happy I, I explained it to you. <laughs> Freeland Oscar Stanley. The creator, the owner, the builder. I mean, he did build it by himself, <laughs> but the builder yeah. of the hotel. He, in himself, is a very interesting person. Oh. So he was born on June 1st, 1849 in Kingsfield, Maine, together with his twin brother, Francis Edgar Stanley. Yeah, everyone has these triple names. Yeah, Even course. his wife has triple names. Of course, I know. Yeah. Fancy. Fancy, super fancy. <laughs> he also had a sister called Chansonera Stanley Emmons. Wait, huh? Why does she have two, two last names? Or... Do or is it like her married? Do I look like I'm? I know the answer to that Are question. You doing research? I mean, probably her. Yeah. Stanley is probably her maiden name, and, and then Emmons is okay, probably yeah. either her mother's name or, I mean, her husband's name. Well, probably her husband's. Yeah, you, you sort of called me out on that one. I did research. I did research where <laughs> the Emmons so, name came from. I didn't really think it was important. It I really didn't isn't. think anyone would. <laughs> question this but okay so i don't know what the emmons name came from not another problem okay no problem. so <laughs> although the family wasn't wealthy education was highly valued and knowledge of science poetry and music were encouraged from a young age so this culminated in Chansonetta achieving significant recognition as a photographer in later life Ooh. and the brothers became established inventors. Inventors? Inventors. Oh, okay. Creation of yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, know what, I know what inventing is. <laughs> they are best known for the company called the Stanley Motor Carriage Company. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So, 
their creation, the Stanley Steamer, was right revolutionary in itself. Uh, there's quite a bit of boring technical mumbo jumbo I could tell you about, but I'll spare you that. Uh, I really, f I really found schematics of the whole Stanley Steamer, how the pistons worked, how the tell me ignition worked. It was so tell fucking boring. I, I really, <laughs> I really couldn't read it. It was so nah, boring. Nah, it's fine. We want the haunted stuff anyway. <laughs> yeah, we don't want the technical stuff. So the Stanley Steamer was one of the first cars that was powered by steam. Powered by steam. Powered by steam. So mm -hmm. cars that we have now. Yeah. Powered by. Gasoline. Yeah, electricity. Electricity, obviously, that's the next step. But before that, there was steam. I cannot imagine how that works. Well, am I stupid? I just I literally I mean, cannot it's, imagine it's, how that it's, works. It's, I think it's quite similar to how gasoline works. But steam. Yeah, steam. It's just I think the engine in itself is in broad lines the same, like the whole. You know how a gasoline engine works? A combustion engine? There's a piston, a thing that moves up and down. I just know you add gasoline and then it, you turn it on and it works. <laughs> so there's there's a piston, there's multiple pistons. That's okay. The V8, V6, are those things that you've heard? A V6 engine, a V8 engine? I've heard of that, but yeah. I don't really know what it means. It's just the amount of pistons that's in a motor block. Okay. And every piston moves in and itself. Mm -hmm. And that movement accelerates the car. Oh, but that okay. movement is, a, is achieved by combustion. So there's a little bit of fuel that's ignited under the piston. Mm -hmm. It I mean, ignites, it's injected under the piston. It ignites, which pushes the piston up. Everything that goes up goes down again. So it goes down. A new injection of fuel is entered. It ignites pushes the piston up again so there's just a a big movement of <laughs> pistons that are going up okay. and down and up and down so that's with gasoline but before there was usage of gasoline in combustion engines there was steam engines which i believe had the same sort of principle but not with gasoline but with steam i'm just how do you add steam in that I don't know. Like, uh -huh. I don't know how they put the steam in the engine. Yeah. But there's, I, just, I mean, uh, I think there's a big tank of water, I think, that's heated up and the steam pushes the engines forward. But how does the water heat up in the car if the engine's not working? Because. Well, it's probably heated up. Like you heat up water in your. <laughs> with a kettle. Kettle. I mean, I, not a kettle. <laughs> I. I I, I just I can't it's, imagine. I yeah, I, I can't. I, I, I sort of see how it could be possible. I just did look further into how the fuck the steam was created. But I mean, steam was put into an engine which cool. made the engine move, which made the wheels move, which. It's also the reason that steam is very fuel inefficient and combustion, like gasoline and diesel is more fuel efficient mm. and it's also the reason that combustion engines go faster than steam engines like steam engines i think they go 30 kilometers max oh okay that's why 40 because i was maybe. gonna say like 
if that sounds like an eco-friendly option, why not go back to that? I yeah, guess, but, but it's not a fuel efficient. And probably yeah, okay. the way the steam is acquired is less ecological than the combustion of gasoline. Oh, really? Oh. That could be a case. Why wouldn't we use steam engines today then? Well, because you say if you can only go 30 kilometers per hour, it's not very interesting. Yeah, yeah. In today's Perhaps. Time. But, but maybe the heating of the water and the creation of the steam is not not as equal friendly as just igniting gasoline. Maybe. Because eventually the, the ignition in combustion engines is just with a spark that lights the gasoline on mm -hmm. fire. It's just your car is a gasoline engine, my car as well, mm -hmm. every single car except the electric yeah. engines. It's just a if you put it on paper, it's just a big metal box that runs on explosions. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's not the, the way with uh, steam engines, yeah. which is probably why it's that that more difficult. Hmm. I mean, it's an interesting invention. Uh, yeah, yeah, obviously rev revolutionary. But yeah, cool. Yeah. I learned something new. <laughs> I know nothing about cars, but I do now. <laughs> so the Stanley steamer itself, so the car that the Stanley brothers created, uh, it set a world record for the fastest mile in an automobile, doing so in 28.2 seconds. I think a mile oh. is a kilometer, a kilometer and 300 meters, something along those lines. Something. Uh, no matter. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> they did this in 1906. Uh, the record would be broken in 1911. Oh, so damn. that record stood for five years. Oh, impressive. I think they broke their own record. Oh. Um, the record for steam-powered automobiles would not be broken until 2009. Wow. Might sound crazy. Steam-powered engines weren't in use that much. Yeah, okay. So that would okay. mean that someone in 2009 specifically made a steam-powered yeah. car to break this record. But still, he did it. But though. still, yeah, it's it's so. a record that stood for almost a hundred years. That's uh, yeah, cool. Yeah. I mean, he really couldn't have waited for like two more years and at least they had a record for 100 years. <laughs> he was like, nah. Yeah, so eventually out with the steam-powered engine, in with the combustion-powered engine. Mm -hmm. The Stanley Steamer is also one of those cars you see that will need to be cranked to start. You know in the old movies, you have these cars and they had a crank on front. Oh yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. one of oh, those. Oh, that's yeah. bad. Okay. That's probably, I mean, I didn't really look into it, but that's probably one of the reasons that they needed to yeah. sw swing it on, I guess. I don't know how to properly say it. No clue either. Yeah. Anyway, I said I wouldn't talk technical mumbo jumbo. We've been speaking for <laughs> the last 10 minutes about technical mumbo jumbo. So let's go back to, the, to Freeland. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so in 1903, Freeland was stricken with tuberculosis, oh. TBC. Yeah. Mm. We've spoken about tuberculosis. Yeah. We've times. talked about uh, tuberculosis in a previous episode, I believe the vampire episode. Vampires and then another one as well. Yeah, I think two episodes. Yeah, yeah that's true. So. That's true. Um, so just a short recap about what tuberculosis is. Uh, tuberculosis is an infectious lung disease caused by a, a bacteria. Yeah. Uh, people affected by this disease get a cough, a bloody cough, they get fever, and they lose a lot of weight mm -hmm. in a short time. So, 
tuberculosis kills people by destroying uh, the infected organ, which in this case is the lung. Yeah. Um, at that time, it was recommend the recommended treatment for tuberculosis was fresh, dry air with a lot of sunlight and a hearty diet. <laughs> That's like so insane just to imagine like you're gonna die, but yeah, yeah, just go outside. If if medical science isn't that far at that point, yeah, I, mean, I sort of believe. I can see the logic in it. I guess. It's a disease that affects the lungs. What's the thing that the lung air needs the most? Air. air, so fresh air yeah. is the best for I mean and then the other things, the yeah. I mean the lot of the sunlight, hardy diet, hardy diet is just to strengthen your body. And then sunlight vitamins. Yeah, vitamin D. So yeah. it's it's just something we currently lack of. <laughs> it's it's a way it's I can understand the logic about yeah, getting more yeah. oxygen and to live a more healthy life. I can also understand that in these conditions a lot of people still died. Obviously. Obviously. So the Rocky Mountains in Colorado are the perfect place that provides all these three conditions. Yep. The fresh yeah, air, okay. sunlight and yeah, diet, something you take care of yourself, but anyway. So by the end of the summer of 1903, Stanley and his wife, Flora, they acquired property in Estes Park. With the help of English architect Henry Rogers, they began construction of Rockside. Rockside. Rockside is the name of their vacation home. Is the name of... Oh, their vacation Their vacation home. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So they spent their vacations in Colorado. Mm -hmm. uh, so they spent a few years in the house called Rockside. And in 1907, Stanley recovered from tuberculosis. Really? He yeah. recovered? But oh. it, it happens from time to time. Oh, you don't yeah. hear it a lot. You don't hear it a lot, no. but it happens. Uh, however, he and Flora were both enamored with by the beauty of Colorado and decided to turn Estes Park into a resort town. Hmm. So they wanted to create a big place for a lot of people to stay, like a hotel resort town. Nice. Um, construction of the main hotel and the concert hall were completed in 1909, so it took two years, and the manor, which is the main building, in 1910. Not the main hotel, opium. <laughs> so construction of the main hotel and the concert hall were completed in 1909, which would mean that it took two years for this part to complete, and the manor, which is the Stanley Manor, I think it's their private residence at that point, uh, was completed in 1910. Mm -hmm. So at the time of opening the hotel, it counted 48 rooms. So it had, today it's 140, at that time yeah, it was 48. Yeah, but still. So apparently the hotel was going to be called the Dunraven. The Dunraven? The Dunraven, that's a fucking awesome name. It's it would be a cool name for like a nightclub, but for a hotel. For a nightclub, yeah, yeah that's a good idea. The Dunraven. Yeah, I'll keep it in. Yeah, you can keep it in mind. mind. <laughs> yeah, so about 180 people signed a buckskin petition, requesting the hotel to be named after Stanley. What? So. A buckskin petition. I've looked into this far and wide. What the hell is a buckskin petition? Nothing came up. Isn't that more like a way of saying things? I'm not sure. What I thought, the more logical thing to think about, like a buck is a, 
a deer. Yeah. So a buck skin, the skin of a deer. When the petition was signed on the skin of a deer, <laughs> which could be possible if I you if you hunt a deer and you you skin it and then use the. Yeah. Okay, but why would you do that? I have no idea. It's nineteen. 11. Yeah, it's not like 1700 or something. They have paper. Yeah, which is weird. I don't know what the buckskin petition is then. So you found that in your research, that word? Yeah. But you did not find any explanation? I didn't find a single explanation what That's... a buckskin petition is. Well, then I think it's just a way of yeah, saying things. It might be just a figure of speech. Yeah. Um... Still weird though. <laughs> The hotel was one of the few and one of the first hotels to be powered entirely by electricity. Well, electricity was a new thing at the yeah, moment. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. This can be quite important because in June, because on June 25th, 1911, an explosion in one of the rooms <gasps> injured eight people. Ooh, that's bad. Yeah. One of the injured, a maid called Elizabeth Wilson, was hurled from the second to the first floor breaking both her ankles in the process. Wait, that name sounds familiar. What do you mean? Uh, Elizabeth Wilson? That Ele sounds like Elizabeth a very... Wilson. Is that one of the ghosts that are said to be haunting there now? Yeah, okay, yeah. that's why I know that. Yeah. So a news article I found um, gave a good idea of the way of life at that time and the way they looked at it because it very specifically stated that the other seven injured were black waiters. So, hmm. the article itself said eight injured in this explosion, and it said one maid called Elizabeth Wilson was injured, and then, as like a side note at the very end, also seven Negroes. Yeah. It literally said Negroes. Yeah. I mean... In that time. I mean, it's still not okay, but yeah. It's still not okay, but it gave a, a big insight in the way of life, the way of thinking. Yeah. It sucks. But it's still part of history. It's, yeah, how it was. Yeah. It's still not okay. <laughs> all in all, it's a very beautiful hotel with a lot of history. But we're not talking about the beauty of the hotel in this episode. No. And we're very shortly talking about history. It's all about the hauntings. Yes. And so I found quite a few happenings and took some of the most interesting out. So let's start with the owner and builder himself, Friedman. So Freedom, we talked about Freedom for a bit. Yeah. Freedom Stanley has been spotted a few times. He has been seen in the lobby and he has been seen in the billiard hall room. Like the billiard room. Guests today or like over yeah. the years that are like, oh, I just In the lobby they saw a man dressed in ancient clothing. And like I'm hundred percent sure it was not a cosplayer. I believe one of the stories I found, which I haven't uh, put in my research, but one of the stories that I found was, oh, there's a man in very old clothing hanging around in the billiard room. That's weird. And a, quite a bit time later, they've seen a picture of Freedom. Yeah. And they said, wow, that's cool. That's the man we saw not that long ago. And then people say, that's not possible. This man has been dead for X amount of years. Um, as you know, yeah. I'm a believer of ghosts, although yeah. in a very skeptical way. And when people say I see a ghost, I'm just kind of like, 
it's just I just until the day comes that I actually see a ghost myself with my own two eyes, I cannot 100% believe that people see ghosts. Who's that behind you then? Oh, that's just my friend. Oh, that's your friend, okay. <laughs> Wait, you can see him too? I thought he was imaginary. <laughs> so, bartenders at the hotel report having seen him stroll through the bar, disappearing when they tried to cut him off at the kitchen. So it's just so weird. It's, it's weird. It's weird. I mean, I, 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 want, I, I want to believe it. I'm not saying these people are lying, but it just... There has to be an explanation, right? I mean, if ghosts just appear, then we would then we would all see them, right? Like, it's just so weird to me. But you had, I mean, the theory that you had, and I sort of... The memory. The memory yeah. part. But even that, I've never seen. Have you ever seen a memory? Like, have you ever seen with your own two eyes a memory <gasps> happening? Uh, no. That's a bit... It's a bit difficult for me to wrap my my head around, but we are creating memories at this yeah, very moment. Yeah, we are creating memories. But have you ever... Seen a memory? Happen again, like not in your head, like... Like a deja vu? Not a deja vu, like actually being... Like, for example, let's yeah. say something. In your house, this is not true, but yeah. let's say that before you lived in this house, uh, a couple lived here mm -hmm. and um, they died in the kitchen yeah the man stabbed the wife and yeah. the wife uh, and the man and then stabbed committed himself. suicide yeah. yeah imagine that happened mm -hmm. if these memories like these go they're now ghosts like memory ghosts you know the TV, yeah, uh, yeah. Like, mm -hmm. and this happens again and again in the kitchen but on an astral plane yeah so you would never see that yeah so why do they see that memory but you've for example, never seen that memory in your own kitchen where you live every single day. Well, you've started talking about astral planes mm -hmm. and the whole planar level thing. I mean, this might sound, sound very dumb, but I'm a big fan of Warhammer 40k. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, never expected that from you. The tattoo on my arm <laughs> says otherwise. No, it doesn't say otherwise. It confirms that. Um, one of the things that they have in that universe is that they there's the warp like there's the material plane and the immaterial plane and there are places where these planes are closer together where the barrier between both of them is is not that thick it's more like the lee lines that you have on earth um i guess so the yeah. lee lines continue yeah so <laughs> what if the Stanley Hotel, in this case, is one of these places where our plane, which would be the, I don't know, the earth plane, the material plane, would be closer to the astral plane where these memories are that you say. I'm just trying to think a bit logically. What if the barrier between those two planes is thinner there, which would allow some memories to flow through? Yeah, that could be. I am currently looking for something. Yeah? I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, it's 
ley line, right? The ley line. Yeah. Did we talk about this in yeah, in a previous episode? No. There's it's it's a thing that it's not the first time I hear this word ley line. But yeah. It could be possible. It could be. It could be possible. That's. Yeah. I mean, this is this is stuff that's way of my head. It's not something that I believe. But if you would put a logical explanation to it, that could be a logical explanation. Mm-hmm. That's just this place yeah. in itself. The barrier between worlds is skimmer, lighter. Yeah, no, that's uh, indeed a possibility. Yeah. But still, I think it's bizarre that it happens. Seems to happen a lot in America, but yeah. But what's also the case with Freeland, but with other ghosts that have been sighted, some things will probably be exaggerated, which will give the hotel its reputation, which allowed more people to know about it, and, and of course, in and itself, it's all a business. Of course, yeah. yeah. I mean. There are so many hotels that actually claim like, oh, we are a haunted hotel and mm-hmm. have like haunted stuff and Ouija boards. In yeah, the room. Like, they're all the most haunted hotel in the world. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's it's in itself a business. Publicity is yeah, publicity. Exactly. So Flora, Freeland's wife, has also been spotted a few times. She, tom- she sometimes plays the piano in the ballroom. Uh, employees and guests have reported hearing music coming from the ballroom and when they take a peek in there they can see the piano keys moving there is an explanation for that there are pianos that keys move in itself yeah an automatic piano oh um, not exactly that but even with old pianos um it's like a malfunctioning thing i don't know the exact yeah i've heard about it I i don't know the exact Thing, but I've already. Uh, let like, me ask one of it. my music teachers yeah. if that's something that's. Especially with uh, the frequent. not the, s- the small ones, but like the, the wing. Yeah, wing, wing piano. Pianos, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it, I it's think I, weird, I've so. seen pictures of the Stanley Hotel, obviously, and I think it's a big wing piano. Yeah. yeah. So ask your uh, teacher. Yeah. Could be so, a thing. Uh, the piano keys are moving, but however, as soon as someone walks across the threshold to investigate further, the music stops and no more movement can be seen upon the keys of the piano. Yeah, because if you walk on the floor, it could be that the vibrations... Oh, yeah, that could be the case. Piano stops L- like playing. a little shift in... in yeah. yeah, okay, that's that's true, that's true. Oh, you're actually pretty smart. Sometimes. That's a, that's a, that's a smart um, <laughs> insight you gave. I told you how the hotel was going to be called Dunraven. Mm-hmm. It was the previous owner of the land. So, oh. Lord Dunraven. He supposedly haunts room 407. 407. You don't see room 407. But it's the same thing. No, 407 sounds so much more dramatic. Yeah, but oh, I'm going to be a dramatic person. Um, he... This is a weird thing. He likes to stand in the corner of the room near the bathroom door. Okay. Oh, well, like a big creep. Yeah, kind of. Standing huh? in the like... corner of the room. So <laughs> he likes... Uh, reported, uh, it has been reported that the light in that corner keeps turning off and on. While the, lights, li- while the light was off, witnesses told the ghost that they knew that he was there. They would only be staying for two nights 
And would he please turn the light back on? Okay. The light turned back on. That's so specific as well. However, later, when the lights were turned off again and they were trying to sleep, noises were constantly heard from the nearby elevator during a time when the elevator was not in use. Okay. Well, if you try to connect these things, Lord Dunraven keeps fucking with the lights, they tell Lord Dunraven, hey, we know that you're there, we're leaving in two days. So Lord Dunraven stops fucking with the lights, but he starts fucking with the elevator instead. And that's... That's what nearby. these witnesses are claiming. Okay. Okay. Some, Interesting. Yeah. Sometimes a ghostly face can be seen looking out of the window of room 407 <laughs> when the room is not booked. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And the spirits of children haunt room... Hey, tell me, what room is that? Mm. 418. 418. <laughs> 418. <laughs> 418, yeah. <laughs> So cleaning crews hear strange noises coming from this room and they can see impressions on the bed when the room has been empty. Like someone has been sitting on the bed. That is creepy. Yeah. Guests can sometimes hear children playing in the hallway at night, but when they complain the next morning about the playing children, staff informs them that no children stayed in the hotel at the time. That's creepy. Yeah. So I, I have a story from a Reddit user <laughs> and the Reddit user in itself has one hilarious user. So I'll, I'll, I'll give credit to um, Stinky Crow 666. <laughs> so Stinky oh Crow 666. 666? 666 or 666? I mean, while we're at it. Yeah, 666, I guess. So Stinky Crow says... <laughs> tells this story. So, and I quote, This summer, me and my girlfriend decided to knock a trip off the bucket list and stay on the fourth floor of the Stanley Hotel for four nights. For four nights? Four nights. Knowing it's haunted? That's Knowing brave. it's haunted. That's brave. For those who don't know, this is the haunted floor. Okay. And there has been paranormal activity in every room. Paranormal stuff started happening right away. So when we step into the elevator and start going up, we both hear a faint whisper and I bring to my girlfriend's attention only to have her tell me she heard it too. Ooh. That night, we walked into town to a place called the Wheel Bar. So they left the hotel and went to Wheel Bar. To this bar called the Wheel Bar. It was a late night and we came back to the Stanley at about 2 a.m. I took a couple pictures because the lobby looked uh, absolutely stunning with the dim lighting. The next morning we wake up and as I'm looking through my pictures, I find, I find an anomaly. I'll show you the picture right now because I have the picture. Oh, okay. That's so, interesting. Just yeah. tell me what you see here. What the hell? That's bizarre. Wait, I can't... It's a bit weird to wrap your head around, right? Yeah. It's like a... Yeah, like a... Like a weird... 
oval thing. Like a blob. Like a blob. But it's not like a blurry, like... It's it's weird. It's weird. It's so really weird. I'll continue and I'll look, we'll look at it again. Okay, okay. Okay. To me personally, it looks like a kid. Some people I show the picture to agree, some don't. So if you think that it could be a kid... I, I'm sorry, I do not see a human I being in there. I don't see a human being in it at all. We'll put this in the show notes as well. Yeah, I'll put it on... Yeah, on the Instagram. Other weird stuff happens. My phone bouncing around on my stomach after I set it there in bed. Wait, what? Well, just some... They went to bed. They put the phone down, just like on his stomach. And it started to bounce around. <laughs> I mean, you never like put your... You never... You were busy with your phone. Yeah, And then put yeah, it down on your body. It started bouncing. I mean, it started bouncing around. I, I mean, I wasn't there. That's what the guy said. It said happened. That's weird. That's, that's weird, yeah. That's I mean, I wasn't there. So, um, my girlfriend feeling hands running down her back when she got out of the shower. It's also mm -hmm. a thing. But we also would hear footsteps in the attic that was above our room pretty much all night, every night. I would say the other, creepiest, the other creepiest thing was that while wandering the hotel, seeking out paranormal stuff on what I think was the third night. We actually happened to run into another couple doing the same stuff. So, oh. Stinky Crow and his girlfriend and another couple were just trying to find paranormal stuff. Yeah. Okay. Obviously. You're not going to stay in a hotel and not try to do that. I guess. I yeah. guess. <laughs> um, after talking to them for a few minutes, the girl let it slip that they are staying in room 2 one seven. The Stan and uh, now ah. Uh, yeah. I was. That's the I, room where yeah, Stan Stephen Carpenter. King stayed in. Oh my God! Like I was not. Yeah, you did connect the dots. Yeah. I didn't connect. So, the dots being a King fan, I ask in a polite manner if they minded if we see the room. Obviously. I mean, yeah, totally. Obviously, um, we ended up doing an EVP session, and when we asked the question of if it worked at the Stanley Hotel, we got an audible no. So okay. in the Stephen King hotel room, they asked an entity if it's worked at the hotel and it said no. At first, I thought it was my girlfriend, but when I realized it wasn't her voice or anyone else in the room's voice, and that we got it on recording, I shit bricks. <laughs> yeah, I shit bricks. There was plenty of other stuff that happened, but the only other thing I'm gonna mention is that we had an EMF detector that was supplied by the hotel. Hmm. They sell them to you if you get the fourth floor package. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um... And we were asking if it was a kid, got a definite yes, asked if it was a little girl, and got the same response. I started asking if it liked games, and the meter went absolute apeshit. Asked if it liked tag, the meter spiked as far as it would go, so I stood up and bolted down the hall as fast as I could. My girlfriend and the other witnesses said as soon as I took off, the meter dropped all the way down to its lowest level 
and all activities stopped. Maybe you can answer this question for me. End quote. Okay. That was the whole. <laughs> that was the whole stinky crow story. You say there are children haunting that hotel. Yeah. When did t- some children die there? I don't know, bro. I don't know. Because why would random children be haunting that hotel? Why would Freeland Stanley haunt the hotel? Because he built it. Yeah. Why wouldn't he, you know? Why wouldn't he just haunt another place that's important to him? Yeah, but again, let's imagine mm-hmm. the memory. The memory yeah, 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 the memory thing. Yeah. Obviously, Freeland Stanley, Stanley would be there. Where the fuck do the children come from? Maybe these children died there, I don't know. Like, that's something like... Creepy children, it's... Oh my god, it's I hear It's very children. easy to make it paranormal. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also very similar to certain cat noises. Hearing children laugh. Hearing chil- hearing cats in the distance. Or like coyotes or something. Yeah. Certain animals. It's yeah. very similar. So... I've grown up with cats. I've never heard them make a noise that made me think that was children laughing. I've grown up with cats and I've had many stray cats in the neighborhood and I've heard them make noises that I could did not know cats could make those types of yeah. noises. So. Yeah. And other animals like in the wild at night, you know. It's just that like whenever they say like, oh there's haunted kids, I'm just like, where did the kids come from? Why are they there? You know what I really like about you, Ray? Is how I think if you look at our dynamic in this podcast, I think I'm more of the rational one mm-hmm. and you're more of the esoteric one, the more uh, b- believes in out there stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're a witch, so yeah. sometimes you make these really logical connections and these, I mean, I've, I've talked about Occam's Razor. Yeah. The most logical explanation yeah, yeah, is yeah, probably yeah, the explanation. Yes, yes. I mean, the things you say now are like Occam's razor to a T. <laughs> well, I mean, what could it be? Could it be ghosts of children that could or could not have died there? Or could it just be random animals who I mean, make noise? There, there you have it. Animals that make noise. <laughs> There's an animal that makes noise. No, I mean, I am a believer. But you have to give me an explanation. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're just gonna say, the place haunted with no explanation, then I'm not gonna believe it's haunted until I see it with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna say, oh, there are kids that haunt this place, but you're not gonna say, because there was a fire that killed thousands of mm-hmm. orphans. Mm-hmm. No, there's just random thousands kids. Thousands of orphans. Thousands. <laughs> thousands of orphans. I'm, ex- I'm obviously exaggerating, what? but you know what you, you, yeah, you yeah, get? Yeah, yeah, I, I right? get what you're saying. I get what if you're just gonna say, there oh, has yeah. to be a middle point. Yeah, I mean... For kids to have haunted a place... And especially There a had to be a death or an importance to these kids. There was never in history a note that it was like an orphanage or like... No. Uh, a no. shelter for, no. for kids. No. So where the fuck do the kids come from? If you're gonna tell me there are like 20 mates that are haunting there or you know the waiters or something mm-hmm. yeah, like we see we see waiters mm-hmm. in the corner of the room I'm gonna be like yeah because they died there you know yeah they could have where do the kids come from there's no explanation. I mean I can tell you where kids come from but that's a whole different that's conversation <laughs> you know what I'm saying you know yeah like, I, know, I know I know it's just I'm not buying it it's bizarre 
could it's too random. Could it be possible? Just throwing this out there, that it could attract these things, like this hotel being just let put it back to the whole uh, astral plane being mm -hmm. closer to our material plane. Could it be possible that the fact that this location is that close, that much closer to that different those different planes? That it could be possible that other entities come through as well. Could be a thing. Um, and that it's not really that much about memory then, but more of about yeah, entities. Could yeah. be. If that is the case, if that were to be the truth, then I guess that could be a, a plausible theory. I have another theory though, yeah. which one that I I'm not gonna say that I don't believe it. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna say that I believe it. It's more that I really don't want to believe it, because if this is true, then it would scare the shit out of me. And that is that demons yeah. are more, more likely to take the form of children, for some reason, because to appear more uh, innocent. Yeah. So if that is a theory that is true, like if that would be the truth, then if you're gonna be at a haunted place and you see a lot of children and it was not an orphanage at one point and children did not die there and you still have a lot of children then it could be demons and that scares the shit out of me so if that is the case then get the hell out of here demons aren't inherently bad depends on how you look at it depends on what like what like is what we know about demons true or not like if if a entity is purposely gonna take the form of a more innocent looking thing, then, you know, it, to me that sounds like having bad intentions, because if you don't have bad intentions, then why not stay in I, your true form? I can't quite remember it, but I don't think that demons, as we would know it, as a Christ, Christian, the Christian way, mm -hmm. so that's how we were raised, yeah. I'm not sure that every single demon is in itself a bad thing. Not necessarily, no. But still. They're called demons for a reason. But it's just the name that we put on yeah. them. We could have called them angels. I mean, sure, but again, that's why I'm saying, if, mm -hmm. if you don't have bad intentions, then why um, put on the form of an Did you know something? Do you know, just go back to Christianity, because is this a thing that I know, how an angel is portrayed in Christianity? In the Bible, specific? If you open the Bible and you read the description of a of an angel oh no I actually have I mean do you mean like physical appearance yeah so like the angel Gabriel appeared before Maria yeah the it's like with the yeah Maria. The big uh, white well, wings, the way we right? see it is a, a white man in a white cloak with wings and a sword yeah. on his side I guess that's how they're portrayed I mean why but would that's they... not how they are portrayed portrayed they wouldn't be white to begin with. Maria wasn't white. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool but how we call her Maria. But Mariah. like Mary. Mary. The Virgin Mary. Oh Is yeah, Maria. We call Mary. her Maria. Oh. oh. Yeah. Oh, she's it's Mary. Wait, what? In English, it's Mary. The Virgin Mary. Oh. This is an accurate description of an angel. With like, what? What? Like they have 
eight sets of wings. The fuck? Rings with eyes on them. If you would have seen this thing... That's I mean, cream. When, uh-huh. when the Archangel Gabriel appeared before Mary, she was very alarmed. If <laughs> yeah, that yeah. appeared before you, you would have been alarmed as well. Yup. Absolutely. So, I'm, all, I'm always hesitant about these things. That's what we think an angel is. Yeah. That's what the description in the Bible says that an angel is. Like rings, like eight rings circling itself with eyes, with a single eye in front, with eight sets of wings behind it. How did someone come up, come up with that? Yeah. It's a book that's been edited and edited and edited. That's so yeah. bizarre. It's I didn't know. Super, you didn't know? you never seen this? It, no, not really, no. No, it's so bizarre. So... What, why, what makes you think? Man, that sounds so aggressive. But what makes you think that a description of a demon is how we see, is how we see a demon? Yeah. How you think a demon is gonna be disguised as a kid, like a child? Yeah. Is a demon disguised as a child? I get what you what you're saying. I think yeah. Yeah. Okay. I get what you're saying. That was just like a theory that yeah. I yeah, okay, had, had heard of. Yeah, it's a, it's and a, I thought it's it was a good theory. But we should always try to look at it in different obviously, ways. Yes, yes, obviously, yes. that's why we huh. that's why we have a podcast with you and me, exactly. and not just me talking into a microphone. Yeah, yeah, and Not yeah, just exactly. you talking in a microphone. Exactly. Not interesting. So, so then we're just back to why the hell would there be kids haunting the place? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Um, Cause stinky cow? What was it? Stinky cow 666 can. Stinky crow. 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 <laughs> oh no! It's because I said cow. It's cow. <laughs> Not the crow. Not the crow thing again. Wait, didn't you just say crow? Yeah, I did. Oh, so it was your fault. It was my fault. Oh my god. But you it's, sort of let me into it. It's because I said cow. It, cow? How is this possible? I've never said crow in my life. And ever since you told me that in, what was it, two, three podcasts ago? Podcasts ago, holy shit. Episodes ago? <laughs> yeah, something like that. I mean, how is this even possible? Yeah, you just made the same statement. They're friends of ours. They come up to me, they texted me and said, I mean, I like your podcast, but... Crow? <laughs> really? How could you not know it's... Crow, not Crow? I mean, I guess I did know, but just at that moment I was like... Kind of like... Thinking about Crowley and Crow and... I'm yeah, like, I mean, Wait, yeah. And I still, I understand how you could... Hear the, the name Crowley, how you could yeah. see cow. It's not like I've actually said the name, the name, the word crow a lot before, otherwise someone would have corrected me before, I guess. It's true. So, I must have not used the word but it sh- before then Alistair, in English. Alistair's last name should not be Crowley, but Crowley. Right? Yeah. Crowley? Crowley? We always say Alistair Crowley, yeah. but it should be Crowley. I guess. We're not. We're not linguistics. No, we're not. We're, we're not. not. We're, not ling- ling- we're only talking about the possibility if ghost children are demons or not. Yep. <laughs> Just that. <laughs> Just that. What if? Let's go back to the memories part. Yep. What if? 
the memories we see of these children are people who died in the Stanley Hotel in this case, but not the memory of the people who died at that time. What if it's like, oh, that random boy, ghost boy that we see, that's actually, let's even say Stanley, but at a younger age. Like if he wouldn't have been at the hotel, so it wouldn't be like if someone maybe not Stanley, but if someone died there, which would leave an imprint on that place of that person, but would allow that specific person to it would dump all its memories in that place, not just where it would have been. Yeah, sort of. I have something else. Yeah. What if, for example, guests stay there with her kids? Yeah. And the kids died somewhere else, like two years later. Yeah. Like doesn't or they lived a really long life. Mm-hmm. Whatever doesn't matter. Eventually they died, or they're still alive. Who knows? But their memory, because for example, they actually stayed there five times, like every summer. Mm-hmm. And it's that memory that you see. Like a positive memory. It shouldn't have yeah. been a bad memory. Just a strong memory. Yeah, a strong memory. Like the same kids and like. Huh. For example, Stanley have talked to them like, "Oh, you're here again, uh, George." Like, yeah, I mean, I, I understand, but wouldn't would? But it wouldn't make sense yeah. why I could interact with. Yeah, I would. Ghosts. Would other places like, let's say Disneyland, which also is a place where these very strong memories would mm-hmm. be created, not have more activity then? Maybe but maybe again, it's not on the ley line then. Yeah, maybe Ooh. again it's because it's either on the ley line or a thin space between like the astral planes and stuff, you know, that kind of stuff. You know, there's just so many theories. I just, I want to know which one is true. We're so... I can really understand people talking about like conspiracy theories and digging deeper and I digging deeper and like digging deeper. I want to have like this big wall with all we these are, pictures and we like are really, lines. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're starting to do at this <laughs> point. We should really stop. We should stop. No, no more hauntings. Keep going. No keep more going. Hauntings. I'm super... If you're going to stop, I'm going like, to going. Like in a, in a year, our listeners will be listening to us talking about a haunted place and we're gonna go. And what if it's like reptilians or like oh aliens God. that are coming to this? Can we do an episode ep- about reptilians? Though? Oh, obviously, we can. Yes, let's I mean, do that. No, Ray, we can't do an episode about reptilians. Maybe you know, maybe you're a reptilian and you really don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> my oh, my eyes closing like a reptile. <laughs> okay. No offense to any reptilians. Yeah. So, <laughs> most fa- famous part about Stanley Hotel is. Stephen King and his stay there yeah. which is what I wanted to close our episode now. well close not really but it's the biggest thing that I want to close our episode oh okay, okay. yeah so Stephen King and room 217 that's the big thing so in 1974 Stephen King and his wife Tabitha stayed at the Stanley Hotel for one night now, King was writing a book at that time with the working title Darkshine. It was set in an amusement park, and but he wasn't satisfied with that setting. Now, locals in Boulder, Colorado suggested that the two of them stay at the Stanley. Now, they arrived, checked in, and found themselves in a very empty hotel. The hotel was shutting down for the winter season. Mm-hmm. Just ringing a bell. Yes. After Tabitha went to bed, King roamed the halls and went down to the hotel bar, where drinks were served by a bartender named Grady. 
as he returned to his room, number 217, his imagination was fired up by the hotel's remote location, its grand size and its eerie desolation. When King went into the bathroom and pulled back the pink curtain from the top, he thought, what if someone died here? At this moment, I had a book. Mm-hmm. That's what you thought. Yeah. This is one version of this story. In another interview, King recounted, and I quote, While we were living in Boulder, we heard about this terrific old mountain resort hotel and decided to give it a try. But when we arrived, they were just getting ready to close for the season and we found ourselves the only guest in the place with all those long, empty corridors, end quote. King and his wife were served dinner in an empty dining room accompanied by canned orchestral music. And I quote, Except for our table, all the chairs were up on the tables. So the music was echoing down the hall. And I mean, it was like God had put me there to hear that and see those things. And by the time I went to bed that night, I had the whole book shining in my mind. Damn. End quote. In another retelling, King said, and I quote, I dreamed of my three-year-old son running through the corridors, looking back over his shoulders, eye-wide, screaming. He He was being chased by a fire hose. I woke up with a tremendous jerk, sweating all over, within an inch of falling out of the bed. I got up, lit a cigarette, sat in a chair looking out the window of the, at the Rockies, and by the time the cigarette was done, I had the bones of the shining firmly set in my mind. Nice. End quote. Nice. So there's like three different yeah. accounts of the whole story, Probably. all said by King himself. Yeah. Nice. But I really... It gives a great way of how The Shining was made, where he got the idea from. Yeah. I mean, have you seen The Shining? Have you read yes. The Shining? Uh, seen. Yeah. You've seen The Shining. Yeah. Um, the, not not his movie, but like the movie we all know. Not his movie? Yeah. Like the Stanley Kubrick movie with... Yeah. Um, <laughs> I almost said Michael Jackson, but that, that's, that's <laughs> not true. I don't know how I got Michael Jackson. Um, with, um, uh, I mean, she's come on, he played the Joker and 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 Tim Burton's Batman. I was thinking of her name. Um, I'm just, um, she's a s- oh my god, I can't think anymore. The fuck is that even possible? Jack Nicholson, Jack Nicholson. Shelley Duvall. <laughs> Shelley Duvall. Of course, Wendy Torrance. I thought of Wendy, but I was like, that's the character's yeah. name. <laughs> I've never seen the movie. I've read the book, though. Oh, okay. Well... Yeah. I don't really like Stephen King as a writer. Oh, <laughs> really? Yeah, no, I don't, I don't really like it. I have, I have two books of him, but I'm not that good of a reader, I guess. Yeah. Like, maybe it's just not my type of genre. Like... Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to say I'm not a good reader, I do like to read, but it was, both books were just too difficult for me, I, I guess I have to say. Mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, this is, 
not for me. Mm-hmm. But I do like the movies. Absolutely. I like I love the stories. Yeah. I mean, I like I think I like the movie. Yeah. I saw because the there was I I've, I've read a part of The Shining and it did it was kind of cool but sort of lost my attention with the whole like there's entities that, that are like more into the whole mystical paranormal stuff um, I think I like the movie more mm-hmm. because it's been so iconic for yeah. a horror movie I mean yeah. I, I only saw it two years ago as well mm-hmm. um, because a friend of mine is like super into horror and he was mm-hmm. like you need to watch it and he was like you need to watch it now and then we watched it together like at that mm-hmm. moment um, I absolutely loved it. I what loved did you like about it? Well, first of all, it's a horror movie. Second of all, it's a horror movie in the 80s. Like, um, yeah. I just I love the 80s. I, I'm not going to say that I watched a lot of 80s movies mm-hmm. because they're slow and kind of yeah, they're built, crappy low quality. Yeah. But I just, in this setting, it was, it, it was just so perfect. It's also, whatever, it's not the horror movie that we know today. Today, no, it depends no. a lot about jump scares, visual exactly. effects. And I kind of hate a lot of these horror movies where it's just like all about the jump scares and the, the core. I'm like, no, nah, man, that's not how it's supposed to be. You need to build, a, you, have to, you need to have a story. You need to mm-hmm. build a relationship with your characters. Because if you're going to build a relationship with your characters and then you're going to make them scared or make them, you know, um, die... It's mm-hmm. gonna be so much worse than being like, oh, this character that I don't even know the name of is now dead. Yeah, okay, cool. Like, whatever. Yeah. So it's like that. Like, you build, I'm not gonna say like a real relationship, but you get to know the characters. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, this man is going to work in this, or like, um, uh, like, yeah, work, not work, I, I don't know the word. What? It's going to keep an eye on the hotel. Have oh yeah, he's a caretaker of caretaker, the hotel. Caretaker, yeah. yeah, of the hotel. Um, his wife and kid comes along, it's like winter, like what a crappy situation, but oh, they seem to be having fun and oh, something starts to go wrong and more starts to go wrong and wow, this is messed up, man, what the hell? And that's what I love. Like the slow, I mean, it's a very slow build up in this mm-hmm. movie. It's like really, really slow build up. It was like, it's the 80s. Um, but that's what I like, and that's why I like, for example, the haunting of Hill House as well. Yeah, that's like true. Like those the haunting of ha- Hill House, haunting of Hill House, haunting of Blind yeah. Manor, um, I, I've uh, Midnight seen, Mass. I've oh, man, has he seen Midnight Mass? I've seen, of course, I've Holy seen Midnight shit, Mass. Man, that's that's one. That's what series. I love about it. It's so much about the characters, the story. Like these series have beautiful monologues, the most beautiful monologues I've ever seen in especially a horror series or horror movie and it's just like so such a slow build up mm-hmm. you start to know the characters you love them and then shit hits the fan and you're like oh no how, how could he not know that's a vampire hmm? how could like the father not know that that it's a vampire like a midnight mass what do you mean what well, well, he seen... thought it was an angel yeah but how could he not know that's a vampire because he's but naive. I don't I don't care if you're naive. 
That's a vampire. I mean, sure, maybe in his like how how could he not know that he was turning into a vampire? I guess I mean, I if guess he, he couldn't be touched by the sun. I guess how he could he not know that's a vampire? I guess he knew, but he didn't want to admit it to himself. Yeah. Why would you want to admit it to yourself? You know, something like that. But that doesn't. Why not? Because he's a religious. He's a like he's a priest. Of course, yeah. he's not gonna admit it. But I. If he's gonna admit to himself that he's a vampire, then he's not gonna be able to convince the other people that he's not, that he's actually blessed by it's God, just, and just, then they'll gonna. No, no, I mean, they're gonna are, stake him we and are not sorta, follow him. We are sorta into vampire. Yeah. I mean, the both of us. Exactly. And, and, and that's the first thing I thought was, how could he not know when it's a vampire? But he didn't know. I'm pretty sure he knew, but he was just like, he yeah. didn't want to admit it. Yeah, he also, he wanted his, the vampire's healing abilities to, like... To stay for young? The, for yeah. the, the, the woman, the wo- I mean, the one that he got a child with. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, also. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I love the series. Because in the vampire that we play... It's literally vampire the masquerade, and they have to keep up a masquerade for yeah, a reason. If let me if you if he was gonna admit that he's a vampire uh, or acknowledge that he's a vampire, then the other people wouldn't follow him. Then he they would <laughs> hunt like with stakes and, and torches, you know. I mean, yeah. It's so much more logical to say, this is an angel of God, and I am blessed by God with these healing powers. Just absolutely no way I'm a vampire. So... And the more you convince yourself, the more it's the more easier it becomes to mm-hmm. convince others of the same purpose. What I really liked about Midnight Mass is how they practically didn't use jump scares. Nope. There was a moment where... Oh, man, what's the woman called again? Who was pregnant... I forgot. I mean, the, it's been a while since. I mean, but she's like extremely beautiful. Yeah, she's so beautiful. She's married. She's married to the uh, director of the movie, by the way. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I think you told me that. Actually. Yeah, the series. Yeah, yeah. I, I told her because she's also playing in uh, the Haunting of Hill, Hill House. House. Yeah. Yeah. And she plays this woman that has like the gloves on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. but whatever. Um, what I really liked about the not really that much jump scares is like there's a moment where she. Um, I think she's in the bathroom. She's on the toilet, and she looks outside, and then they they shoot it. That you're like looking out of our perspective, like she's looking outside, and then there's an audio cue. So there's like a no, something happened. Um, a cue so that you think that something happens. I've watched that three times. Oh. Because I didn't see what happens at that moment. Because there's like um, the vampire. Let's mm-hmm. just say he's a fucking vampire. Is standing in the shrubbery, and he moves. And when he moves, that's when the audio cue oh. happens. So I knew that something happens. I just didn't see what happened. So oh, I, like, I think I'll have to. I believe that like modern, if you have that in a movie, if you have this audio cue, it's the creature or whatever the fuck it's happening in the movie is going towards the camera. Mm-hmm. Like a jump scare moment, yeah. audio cue, and you're scared. That was not the case in Midnight Mass. And it was also not the case in, in The Haunting of Hill House. There were a few moments where there was something creepy going on, mm-hmm. but it never was like a thing running up to a camera. It's always no, like exactly. something shifting. Yeah. And of like 
a thing or an entity that's oh. like moving from one place to another but very quickly. Uh, I think one of the most creepy scenes in uh, Hill House is where um, the the little boy with the glasses. I forgot. I forgot all their names. What the dumbwaiter? The, the elevator that go, that's going oh, down? Oh, that as well. Yeah, no, I was actually talking about um, the man with the cane and the hat. Like, he was coming to get his hat from from the room. Because oh, the little boy got the, the big boy hat. Yet. I haven't seen it yet. But it's, it does, I, yes. I've, I've seen half of Haunting of Hill House. God. That was... I have this bad habit of starting series and then not, finish, to, okay. not finishing it. But, I'm, yeah. Yeah, but that is... Because it's it's also not a jump scare. In the end, like, it's actually not that scary. Mm-hmm. Wait, kind of, wait. I mean, there are scary and but sort of jump scare moments, but... It's just, like, like so tense, Like, you know? one of the things that I... It's more it's more a tense thing. Yeah. Not a scary thing. I mean, it is scary, but it's it's not jump scare in your face scary. Mm-hmm. There was one, of, like, the girl that we spoke about, the very pretty pregnant woman yeah. <laughs> that was in Huntington Hill House where she played the, the, yeah. the girl with, like, the, the lesbian with the, yeah. with the gloves on. The gloves, yes, yes, yes. There was a moment where they were just shooting her laying in bed and then you see her, um, the covers slowly getting pulled down mm-hmm. and I knew there's something scary going to happen. So she sort of wakes up, she sits up and there's like a smiley face yeah. and cool thing there. Yeah. It was just that. She woke up and she looked and she saw the ghouly, f- creepy dude. But I don't believe that the thing like lunged at her. No. I think she just looked at it and she was frightened by it and then she woke up. Yeah, because it's it's part of her powers. Yeah, part of her, her thing. Yeah. Do you With know? the girl thing. With the yeah, that's fucking. That's that was up. so sad. That was fucked up. That was so fucking sad. So yeah, anyway. Um, but yeah. That's horror that I like, and I believe that <laughs> like The Shining, in itself, isn't that in your face scary. It's more like a suspense, mm-hmm. and the tension is rising, and. Yep. Um, that's that's what it is, and that's what I love. That's what I like about one of his books, which I think is one of the only books I really, really sort of like. Um, Salem's Lot. You talked about that. Yeah, Salem's Lot. Still haven't read it. With vampires, yeah, obviously you didn't. (laughs) It's with vampires, but in my opinion, a book is more—it's it's it's difficulter, more difficult. Difficult. (laughs) Difficulter. It's more difficult to get like the pacing right, and Mm -hmm. yeah, Yeah. I think that that books that book really gets it. Hmm. Nice. Well. I think we've been talking yeah, our, uh, quite book, a lot of it. Our book club movie discussion part of our episode is... I mean, we should finish it. Yeah. <laughs> so what about Stanley itself? It's still standing. It would be weird to say. <laughs> but you, standing, we can... Yeah. We can... I mean, you can, well, go, we can visit go visit We it. can go visit, sure. Yeah, when I did... We, yeah. yeah, when our... Uh, of, of course... When our, we were rich podcasters. Yeah, and rich podcasters. And we could do our America Haunted yeah. Hotel and Haunted Places tour and... and creepy locations part, we can obviously go to mm-hmm. the Stanley Hotel. Of course. I really want to go to the Stanley Hotel. I would love to go. Because it's, I've seen pictures of the hotel and even if you don't want to go there because of the paranormal stuff, it's such a fucking beautiful hotel. Oh, I have a picture to show you. Oh, but like oh. <laughs> Someone um, 
what is it called? Um, CBS Denver, Channel 4. Um, they had a picture that they took, like one of the reporters took a picture and it's like part of the of the, the hotel. Just look at it. Just have a look, a quick little look away. So you pointed it down already? Yeah, it's like um, a figure. Looks like a, a, a woman in a white dress in front of the window. Yeah. Very typical. Just one of the things I found. There was no one staying at that room at that time, of obviously. Of course, of course. But I think... I mean, there's no... There doesn't seem to be an actual face, so... Yeah, it's it a could bit be weird. a mind trick. So it's one of the things that... So weird about the Stanley Hotel. These things. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre. So, dear listeners. Yes. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I sure sure hope you did. It's our semi it's our haunted hotels part two. Hopefully season finale, I think. Yeah. It's, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> it, is, it is our season finale. It is our season finale. Um I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed this. I'm episode. actually quite interested in Sort of like hearing what your opinion about well, because we've been talking about haunted places mm-hmm. quite a lot, and these um, theories and what we think could or could not be the case. I think it's quite interesting to just have like a little, a little poll will be wrong, but just to like hear a bit of feedback about what could be the case, what other people think yeah could be. I mean, like what are your theories? Even like- if it's just, I think it's all bullshit. I think it's someone like conning other people yeah like, anything anything yeah anything. so um how would our listeners be able to reach us right good question lawrence <laughs> you can reach us on basically any social media platform yeah um at they come before dawn or any version um of those Worse, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, you can just go to our link tree where you can find all these links to our social media. Yeah, that's at link tree. That's link tree at they come, they come before dawn. So, yeah. Okay. That's I think about it. Again, if you want to send us a, a DM on Instagram or an email yeah. with either your personal experiences, your your theories, or any new ideas on for the new season. Please let us know. Don't be afraid to send us anything. Everything is welcome. We would love, love, love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and I would like really like to thank everyone again for listening to us for a whole season and yeah. to, yeah, hopefully enjoy it as much as we do. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, happy 2022. Well, I said that <laughs> in the beginning as well. Happy hauntings. Happy, ha- happy hauntings. And... Um, <laughs> And that was it for this episode and yeah. this season. So yeah, okay. So little round of applause. We'll be back. Uh, yeah, Yay. we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back quite shortly though, because we are we are sure already took like a break. But yeah, but we'll, we'll be back. We'll be back shortly. So shortly. keep keep in keep our social media uh, keep it close by, so yeah. you'll be updated. Keep an eye on it. Keep an eye on. It. All right. Thanks again, and uh, thank you so much. And. Until the next season. Okay, bye. Bye.